Would you like to live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life? Cultures from all over our planet have been addressing that concern for thousands of years, and their answers can help you in your life today. Join anthropologist and healer Robert Vetter as he introduces you to cultures of health and healing. Get ready now to try out some healing beliefs and practices from far and wide. Here's the host of your show, Robert Vetter. Welcome back, everybody. I'm lucky enough to be here again with Robert Peng, who is an absolutely amazing Qigong master. Um, I've been lucky enough to learn from him as well as a number of other teachers. And let me just say that I think Robert is unparalleled. So Robert Peng, thank you for joining us. And I'm going to ask you today, if you would, to tell us a little bit about some of the teachers that you learned from over the years and the experience of learning these arts in China as a completely different culture from ours. So Robert, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bob. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, such a joy to experience and share all this uh, experiences, actually. Yeah. Well, for, uh, for the, um, how to say the influence of uh, of my teachers that to help me to yeah how to live in a peaceful way in China as well as in America I think I or Western world because I I lived in Australia for several years. What I find is that uh, although the uh, you know political system. Uh, totally different in china you know, it was still under uh the uh government of communist party and uh here in western world yeah it's uh, it's uh more demo uh, democratic mm. but i find no matter what uh, kind of uh uh government system you are more it is inwardly you have to cultivate your energy yeah because we cannot what well, we can choose where you live but we cannot choose what's happening to you yeah so uh in chinese we say you need have something rooted inside of you to face the millions of the changes in the world yeah because the the changes in the world is beyond our ability. You cannot stop them from the change. Look at all these like, things happening. Yeah, billions of things happening in one second. Yeah. But what is the thing that is rooted in ourselves that make us capable at dealing with things that is always changeable? And uh, from my master Xiao Yao, including many other masters, especially a lot of Taoist masters, yeah, they say you should Nian Jing Hua Qi. <laughs> this is uh, to Chinese, right? Let me uh, paraphrase this. That uh, to make it simple is to uh, cultivate your wisdom, energy, love, energy, and vitality, energy. Yeah, to make these three energies fusing together, like um, uh, like a formulas uh, um, fire. You know, fire, you can see the fire flame. 
But fire here means that kind of energy, but it's formless. When it's formless, they are suitable to everything. You know, we have uh, a lot of energies inside of us. Yeah, and some of our energy are uh, concentrated in our head, and that energy is working uh, to help us to have a good guidance. Like some people are developed with clairvoyance ability yeah some are very intelligent some have very good memory these all have connections with the wisdom center yeah then another energy center is in the center of your chest that stores the energy of loving yeah the loving the feeling of love and also the loving she that can give love interesting enough is that uh a lot of people they think, oh, I have loving chi I can give, but meanwhile they complain that they don't receive enough loving chi. Uh, in terms of energy cultivation, it's still not complete. They are, they need more work because the loving and feeling love, it is like the double coins, a uh, double size of one coin. It happens the same time. Yeah. In my uh, healers workshop, yeah, this one. <clears throat> Uh, practice called uh, chanting your name, where one people sit in the middle and then whole class is chanting his name. You don't need to put any word, external word, extra word on it, just chanting the name. But when you're chanting, you sending from a voice of loving and blessing to this person. The amazing thing is that the one who send this vibration of loving and blessing, they, they feel that all this energy bounce back simultaneously at the same time, yeah. So when you can cultivate this chi, uh, like mature and rich enough, then you feel you are blessed all the time, yeah. You can make home anywhere, but when the energy here is weak and uh, not so strong, you feel miserable, you feel lonely, you feel depressed, you feel anywhere you go, people are either very judging on you or you find difficulties. It is not them, it is us, ourselves. You need to nourish them. Then anywhere you feel, you go, you feel home, right? So that's another energy center. And the extension of the energy middle dantian or say the, the this loving center uh, are our arms and fingers we know that our, our hands are very sensible to the feelings when you meet an old friend many years yeah you haven't seen each other what do you do you hug each other right because you find that the arms at are the way that can extend uh, or even amplify your feelings more right mm. you don't um you don't hug them with your legs or feet, right? Because that is functioning differently because that one goes with vitality. That is another energy center. We call it lower dantian. You lower torso, they store the energy of vitality. Yeah, when energy here is strong and healthy, you feel vital, like a juicy fruit. You always feel like to move this way or the other way, you don't want to stop. You know, little boy or girl, five, six years old, they, they're always moving, yeah. They don't feel tired. Well, they feel tired, then they go to sleep right away, yeah. 
So this, the switch of on and off are very clear. But when the energy here is getting weaker, like when we're getting older, then the switch on and off of rest and working are always flickering. That when you go to bed, you're wide awake. Yeah, we need to concentrate, then you're sleepy, you're foggy. That is all going with the vitality. And then just now I mentioned the legs, yeah, legs and foot are the extension of your lower dentin or vitality chi. So when we're getting older, you know, your knees are getting weak. That is all showing the vitality chi is compromised. So practicing qigong, we're making all the three dantians stronger. Yeah. But not only stronger, meanwhile, we want to make them like uh, harmonized. Because the th sad thing is that when one of them is very developed, but the others is weak, they cannot harmonize together, then you suffer. Say for example, if you have someone who is very developed with the upper dantian, meaning you're very smart, right? You are, if you make business, do business, you make big, successful, you make big money. But if the middle dantian in the chest, they're very closed and underdeveloped, then you're gonna feel you are, no matter how successful you are, you're depressed. You know, I have a lot of this kind of clients. They're so successful. They have big names. They're celebrities. But they come to me crying. They, they feel depressed. Some of them don't even feel the meaning of life. Yeah. And a second person on the side will be, will be confused to say, well, you have everything. Why are you not happy? <laughs> but everything but a good heart. Because that energy of the heart, when they're clustered, you don't acknowledge yourself thoroughly. Mm. Well, the sad thing is that if someone is only, you know, like developed with the loving chi, but upper dantian, the wisdom chi is weak, is also uh, something missing big. Yeah. It is like you are lovely, you are compassionate, but mindless, yeah. If you have this kind of neighbor, uh, that neighbor can be a, a very annoying neighbor, although they're very loving, yeah. They may knock at your door at midnight, waking you up from deep sleep and telling you very excitedly how to cope with your insomnia, right? <laughs> you got the wrong time because they are not guided, yeah. And in my book, The Master Key, I analyzed six typical types of this construct, yeah, the, the structure. There's always something missing, then you still uh, suffer in your life. You're either uh, missing the power of vitality, then although you are very wise, but you cannot make a step to make things happen, like armchair professor, yeah. So all these kind of uh, uh, structures, they are, uh, short of something. And then my masters, uh, they are always talking about that. They say, there's one simple thing you can, uh, 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 you can help to straight them out is the central meridian. Central meridian is an energy channel that travels from your top head to your perineum. And of course, they are all crossing three dantians.
and it goes further. It's going further down to deep into the earth. Then you're resourced with a motherly, a motherly earth energy, which is grounding. It also shoot out from your head and connect the heaven chi to connect with the stars, the moons, and suns to give you expansive, inspiring chi. Yeah. So the central meridian is an energy channel that can synchronize can harmonize all your three dantians, then they're working as, as a team. Yeah, it's like uh, all these three energy centers are like three horses. You need to have a harness to make them to run in one direction. If they're running on with different direction, you suffer, right? Yeah, so central meridian is the key that make us harmonized. Yeah, my master even He's saying so highly about central meridian. He said, central meridian is the one to make you, like, to make you uh, blessed by the universal chi. Anytime you bring awareness to your central meridian, you become the center of the universe. Yeah. You become the center of the universe because all our uh, world, the whole world, is made of our vision our awareness is creating our own world everybody's awareness like it's like its own universe then emerging together to make this big universe so every time bring your awareness to your central medium you begin to centralize your energy and you get blessed from the universe yeah so if you ask me what is something that uh the audience can bring home to do or to, uh, to keep on going, bring awareness to your central meridian. It is the central channel that connects with your top head and your perineum, crossing all your wisdom, love, and vitality, and expand out into the heaven, into the earth. So central meridian, it's not just a simple line. It ripples out to connect the whole universe. Central meridian is like an apple, like a gigantic apple. And the central crawl is in our body crossing three dantians. Then we energy ripples out, out, out to make us connected with universal energy. Yeah. Again, anytime, anytime you bring awareness to your central meridian, you become the center of the universe. It is not 20,000 miles away. It is not some galaxies. It is here, right inside of you. Beautiful, Robert. Yes. Hi, Bob. <laughs> so in our next session, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual practice of Qigong. I just have one remaining question, um, and that is, can you just briefly tell us a little bit about what Taoism is? In, in China, uh, well, first, Qigong, uh, it, first, the Qigong, there's no religion yeah, practice in Qigong. But you may notice that uh, some, they call it Taoist Qigong or Buddhist Qigong or medical Qigong or Confucius Qigong, yeah. So Qigong actually is the essence um, of all 
different religions they have the practice yeah and all the religions uh no matter which one but in the end they always have some um practice to cultivate the energy like i mentioned about the three dantians they name it differently yeah like in india they, they may call chi uh, prana right so they name differently but uh that the, the essential core, the essential core is about energy. Yeah. It's about cultivating your wisdom, your vitality, and your love. Yeah. Just like I said about three central meridians. So the central meridian uh, is the one that holds them together. Yeah. So uh, in China, we have like four. 5,000 schools of Qigong, yeah. And uh, you, some of them using Qigong to, to make their martial art stronger, yeah, like in Shaolin Temple. There are two schools of, uh, uh, of the, the Buddhist monk, yeah. One school is uh, Zen Buddhism, yeah, Zen Buddhism. Another school is the martial monk. Yeah, this martial monk. So they are using this uh, uh, practices to empower their martial skills. Yeah. Then we have medical qigong. Yeah, the medical qigong is uh, through cultivations, and we can conduct our energies from certain meridians. Then you can transform the qi to outside. Then you can do the healing to the others. Mm. And also, of course, through Qigong practice, we can uh, empower our different organs and the meridians, like heart, liver, yeah, spleen, and stomach, all this by through, through some certain movement, mudra, chanting, meditation, all these things, including you know, heating yourself, that pai da. So that's medical Qigong, yeah, medical Qigong. Then we have Taoist Qigong. Taoist Qigong, we talk about Jing Qi Shen, yeah, like essence of vitality and Qi and your spirit. In Buddhism, they talk about compassion. So they're talking it differently, but they are talk, they're, they're aiming at one thing, that is to enjoy yourself with the harmony of wisdom, love, and vitality. So uh, if you want me to, uh, to, summarize this that is same thing yeah so that's why when they say we practice qigong you uh you don't have to be religion yeah when we say taoist qigong buddhist qigong is not in terms of religion it's just like for them their special ways of cultivating the qi yeah and although we we distinguish buddhist qigong taoist qigong in china interesting enough is that uh, the Buddhist Qigong and, Tao, uh, uh, and Taoist Qigong, they fuse a lot. Like my master, he is a Buddhist monk. Master Xiao, he's a Buddhist monk. Yeah. His monastery is resembling very Buddhism. But his name actually is very Taoist. <laughs> hmm. Xiao Yao is very Taoist name. Yeah. And then in Buddhism, they don't talk about Dantian, but what he taught me a lot is talking about Dantian. Yeah. 
So uh, in China, this culture, they mix and fuse a lot. So that's what um, uh, is happening in China. Beautiful. Thank you, Robert. So I hope everyone will tune in again next time where we're going to hear a lot more about uh, Qigong practice, about what what does it entail? How do you do Qigong practice? And we're so fortunate to have Robert Peng with us. So thank you, Robert. We'll see you again in our next episode. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for the interview. This has been Cultures of Health and Healing with Robert Vetter. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe and rate this show and share it with others. Until next time, remember, your health and healing matter, and you can find your own unique path to optimum wellness.